When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Trent Cooper, former head coach. Five years, four times they went to the finals. A prelim in April. And now longer the coach of the Fremantle Dockers. He's jumped on Zoom. So let's see how it goes. Trends, we welcome you into SEN. Firstly, congratulations on a great deal of success uh, at the Dockers. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Casey, for having me. How do you feel? Like, right now, when you look back at the five years and how it's all ended and, and where you sit right now, is, is there an overriding emotion for you? Um, yeah, pr- probably pride, to be honest. Like, really proud of what um, achieved in the five seasons um, when I took over the program. We'd finished second last twice, so it was uh, struggling at that stage. And, yeah, obviously, we've had some really good success, um, highlighted by the 2020 year, the year that in the end wasn't to be because of uh, COVID calling the, the season short and obviously a really disappointing uh, season this year. Dreamt, uh, can you have you been able to rationalise or, or come to terms with an expl- explanation as to why you're no longer the head coach? Uh, yeah, I think it's been rationalised and I've come to terms with it. Doesn't mean I uh, agree with it though. Um, the club, they were looking for a refresh and reset um, and they thought that the, um, the game plan uh, could go forward. Um, so that was the, you know, the, the reasons given. Um, it's been, yeah, I, I, it was hard to implement the game plan that we would have liked this year given the injuries. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to make a change, um, it, the best time to do it is at the, you know, when you've had a poor season like that, and that's the decision that, that the club's made. And uh, I'm reading some articles, and there's, that apparently there was a review done, and there might have been some feedback by by some of your players. That did you have an inkling from your players that maybe that you might have lost the group in any way? No, not at all. And that was um, so that's come out since as well. The um, the players were. We're not too happy with that sort of the, the inference come out that they had anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, yeah, but the players, I, I said, if they ever felt that, then I would definitely uh, been gone. And we were, I had Terry the Ferris and Best the other night and um, to Kiara Bowers speak um, there was, that's the best reference I, I could yeah. have. So uh, yeah, I didn't th- feel I lost the players at any stage. Um, and yeah, leave on really good terms with them. All right, what's next? In, in this situation, it's proven, and, and you mentioned that pandemic. You like you had a team that was right there going to have a real crack at a, at, a, at a premiership. You made a prelim, uh, you know, six or seven months ago, not even really. Injuries, a decent excuse for why the team probably didn't get to the level that a lot of people thought they would this year. What does it mean for you? I assume you still got the itch to, to coach at the highest level, proven how well you've done? Yeah, definitely. It's... Um... Yeah, a lot of people ask if I've been put off by the experience, but, but when you start in this game, you know it's almost definitely going to end up not the way you want it to. I think in the AFL, the last 40 years, there's only been two coaches who've mm-hmm. actually exited or, or retired. The rest have you know, sort of been shown the door. So that's the nature of the industry. Um, hasn't dampened my enthusiasm for it. I've loved the AFLW 
journey. Um, and that's that definitely is, is an option to continue on with that. Um, but uh, you will see what happens. There's other opportunities out there as well. And I also, I've had the last four seasons have all been COVID infected uh, for us and, and two seasons in one. So really looking forward to a break at the moment. And you talk about the AFLW journey and it's a journey that's still evolving, I think, as we try and figure things out. And we've seen already with the uncertainty that uh, prior to today that where the, the actual grand final would be if Brisbane got there. How do you see the, the AFLW right now? Are you comfortable with the way in which it's expanded and gone about it? Yeah, the expansion's an interesting one. If they have stuck to the eight teams um, that were there originally, uh, in the first year that I coached, the, the standard this now would be unbelievable, but there'd be growing pains to happen somewhere. So I think the AFL have made the right decisions to, to expand early and to give every supporter base an opportunity to support a side, but that has meant that the product probably isn't as good as what it could have been. And we're still going through a lot of growing pains. You know, we've just seen this week with the grand final, trying to work out where it's going to be like that. That should be organised, but you can understand why it hasn't been for different reasons. And hopefully um, we can bed down a time slot that, that suits and get uh, yeah, a bit more you know, continuity and we can go forward from there. You mentioned having a break and sort of just trying to, you know, relax for a little bit. Does, does that mean 2023 you you won't be working at a football at some level somewhere? Or did you mean a break now um, and you'll pick it up into yeah, the new no, year? Yeah, no, it could be. I've also you plan on a, a good holiday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've already, so I've got to weigh things up and that was, um, and just see, and it just might be, I do a little bit of media work, could be doing that, could be some, um, yeah, coach mentoring stuff as well. Or if the right opportunity does arise, um, then I'll be, yeah, happy to jump back in. So it's a bit of a, yeah, a wait and see now, this situation I was offered a really good job, but it needed to start uh, in a couple of weeks. And I was like, I couldn't give it the um, the energy that it deserved. So I uh, yeah, held it back from that one. And you just got to wait and see at this stage. Trent Cooper, former coach of the AFLW Fremantle Dockers. Just on the Dockers, so many injuries. We, we mentioned it early, uh, Gazy and I, about it. There was a game against Collingwood where you essentially had to grab people out of the stands to be able to, to fill a team. Hope, and I'm, 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 I'm knocking wood right now for the, for the Dockers injury list next year. Do you expect this group, whoever the coach is and whatever it is going forward, to bounce back pretty quickly? Do you think they're in the right sort of way generation to be a much better team once everyone gets fit? Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember I met with Peter Bell before round one this year and we'd had such a terrible pre-season with injuries. We already knew we were in trouble and we identified that it could be one of those years where we don't go as well, um, but you know, it could bounce back quickly. There's a lot of young players on the list and more the half team aren't, didn't have football as their first sport. So there's a lot of learning, a lot of improvement still to come with that group. Then you throw in the experienced players, Kiara Bowers, Hayley Miller, full season out of Ebony Antonio, and the firepower's there to, to bounce straight back up to to that at least that prim, preliminary final level that we did um, yeah, just, just six months ago when we really pushed Adelaide in that game at Adelaide, at Adelaide Oval. And we, we, I think this season and what they've done with the changing of the season is far better than what they've had previously where you've got that little bit of overlap to help uh, grow the game playing alongside uh, the men and also not playing in the, the, the ridiculous heat that you guys previously had to do. But So notwithstanding that, yep, it's improved, uh, do you think this slot is here for the long term and this is ultimately where it's, uh, it's going to be as far as the fixturing? Um, yeah, I think I've got to give it a chance. The, the crowds haven't been as good this year. I think there definitely could be a level of 
uh, footy fatigue as well with the, you know, the women's season, the men's, the women's just hasn't been a break, hasn't been a chance to miss footy at all. Mm. Um, so we have to definitely give it a chance. Um, also, the crowd's a bit slow to come back post-COVID. Uh, hopefully, you know, that can be a thing of the past next year and we can get the, the crowds back. And like I said, a bit of clean air through there and just the interest with the boys, um, you know, particularly through the finals when it's just two games on plus the nine games uh, for the girls is, is a positive. So I think we've just got to give it a chance for a couple of years because we have been chopping and changing. So um, this looks like a good slot to at least yeah, give it a red-hot go there for a couple of years. Four teams left, Trent. I'm not certain without having the fixture in front of me how many you did see firsthand. But with these last final four, how do you expect it to play out? Yeah, no, we had a pretty tough draw. So we, um, yeah, Adelaide, Melbourne and Brisbane, huh. uh, we saw, saw all of them. We, we, in the end, we actually didn't lose to anyone who was outside of the top seven. Uh, we, had a, we had a really tough draw as well, but um, we did lose to anyone, yeah, in the, in the bottom half. But the top sides are there deservedly and North Melbourne have finished really strong. They were the other team who had a really tough fixture. Brisbane and Melbourne are the, the, the obvious two. I'm a bit different than most. I've got the slight leading to Melbourne. I think they've got the skill level to be able to keep the ball off Brisbane. Brisbane's pressure is immense, but if Melbourne can just control the ball long enough to keep the ball out of uh, Brisbane's chance to pressure them, I think they've got the firepower to test them. So that's the way I'm leaning slightly at this stage, but it's going to be a cracking final series and really looking forward to watching it. No doubt. Trent, firstly, uh, thank you for being patient while our phone lines, we work out our tech issues, but uh, secondly, mate, congratulations. Great five years and good luck going forward. Put the feet up for a short amount of time and there is no doubt a good footy man like yourself will be back uh, at our club before we know it, mate. Look forward to chatting to you then. No worries. Thanks a lot for your time, boys. Good on you.